Hello and welcome back to the Chaotic Good. I'm May and this is my podcast. Before you say anything, I know, I know, it's been six months or nearly six months since I filmed or recorded an episode. I'm recording this on the 21st of June and my last episode was on the 24th of January so it has nearly been six whole months without an episode and I don't even know how to explain my absence honestly. I think I intentionally took a week off and then I made a mistake and took six months off and that's all that I have to say. A lot has happened in that six months though, kind of, a lot. So we left off where I was addicted to buying plants, however at that point I was only addicted to buying succulents and then I got like some bonsai trees, I think. Long story short, those bonsai trees died. I still have succulents, but now I'm addicted to buying bigger plants. It's now become a bigger problem. I have nearly 30 plants in total, like that's including succulents, um, the one bonsai tree I have left, and my newfound love of my bigger plants. So yeah, that happened, and I think I just didn't know what to do with the podcast, so I knew that I wanted to do one, but I didn't know what road to go, and so whilst I was taking that week off to just think about things, I ended up taking six months off to really establish my plant collection, entirely fall in love with plants, and come back and turn this into a plant podcast, I think. Um, Anyways, how have you been? Let me know. Let me know by DMing me at, hold on, because I changed the Instagram handle as well, Uh, on Instagram, at it's the chaotic good. If you have come to my Instagram, you would see that I have completely just like changed what I post I now post just plants honestly and I post just things about my plants and things about how much I love my plants and just tips and stuff like my latest one was about the fact that I watered my plants and then I just put them outside for 10 minutes so the excess water can just dry up because it was a really sunny day yeah so I'm back and I think I'm gonna be so much happier with the content that I'm making and like the whatever I'm going to be making episodes about because it's going to be about something that I really really love and something that I dedicate a lot of my time to which is plants and researching things about plants, plant science and just plants honestly just planty plants. I don't like outdoor plants though so if you have any questions about plants don't talk to me if they're about outdoor plants. I'm not your gal. I love a good indoor plant. Give me a syndapsis any day and I can tell you how to do how to take care of it. Give me a philodendron and I'll be like yep I can tell you how to take care of that but give me something that like talk to me about flowers that you grow in your garden and I don't, I've you've lost me I have no idea what to do so how did I fall in love with plants well so there's a pandemic that happened and there was this like massive resurgence of people buying house plants and I was like I noticed this and I thought hmm I want to do that so I got some succulents to start off with like I got a lot of cacti Like, when I tell people that I have a lot of plants, they think that the bulk of my plants are big leafy plants, but they're not. Like, I have so many more cacti than I do regular plants, I think, anyway. I either have more succulents than I do big plants, or they're, like, even. But I had a lot more succulents than I did big plants, and so people thought I was just buying big plants, so they think when they walk into my house that they're going to see a jungle of massive plants. But that is in fact not the case because I started off with succulents and the year progressed 
and I found out that plant YouTubers were a thing. So now I watch a lot of plant YouTubers, like I watch Holly G, I watch Plant Life in the Tropics, Wild Fern, she's one of my faves, um, Bacadella Plants, there's a waffle, um, Bacadella Plants, um, Good and Planty, anyways the list goes on and on, I watch a lot, oh, Crazy Plant Guy, let's not forget about him, but the list goes on and on and I watch a lot of plant YouTube, I watch a lot of plant TikToks. I watch a lot of, I follow a lot of people that have plants on the Instagram and I just decided that it was something that I really wanted to dedicate a lot of my time to and here we are and now I'm doing a podcast talking about how much I love my plants. So yeah, that's been that, oh, when did I get into bigger plants? So that started sort of when I stopped recording podcast episodes, so that started sort of in January-ish because I think in January of like late December maybe late November late last year is when I got my big bonsai tree which I say big it's big for a bonsai tree I have a ficus ginseng bonsai which is the one bonsai that I've literally I was after it once I started loving bonsais so I found it one day and then we got it from like our grocery store for some reason our grocery store had ficus ginseng bonsais in it so I bought it and that's when I think I started getting into big leafy plants because my ficus ginseng is like like she's big for a bonsai anyway and surprisingly that is my bonsai that I have left because it's so big you would think it needs a lot more water however it doesn't need watering as consistently as your traditional small bonsai like the Chinese helms and stuff I think I've watered that maybe once in the last two months because the soil just stays moist but it likes it, I think, because my it hasn't died yet, and I've had it for nearly like half a year, so I'm just I'm just gonna stick with it, I guess. And it's also starting to grow some new branches, which a lot of people apparently cut off, but I don't want to cut them off because I love them, <laughs> and it makes it just look a lot more full. I think it has like six new like branches. So with the ficus ginseng, the branches start off looking like they're just gonna be vines, and then it hardens after like a few months. Uh, and then it just turns into a branch like a real tree. I guess because it is a real tree it's just mini but I'm kind of letting it do its thing at the moment and then when I think like oh it looks a bit ugly I'll just start cutting it back but I really like it now. It takes up a really lovely chunk of space on our small uh, side table that we have downstairs in our living room. It gets bright indirect sunlight because it's on a table that's about I don't know how many feet away from a window but it's not pressed up against the window. We have a southwest facing garden, I believe, so we do get a lot of sun, like a lot of the time, but it's not like shining at my plants, and so none of my plants have like died from too much light. They're getting the light that they want and that they need, and they're doing okay. So, anyways, to the point of this episode, I guess, now that you've had an update on kind of an update, it's not really a full update because I can't really update you on something that I have no updates for. Like, I've just really been living my life, buying plants, going to work, coming home. Like, there is no reason why I didn't film an episode other than laziness. But I've been um, re-inspired to just just do it, just start it up again. So here we are. Um, thank you to my friend Megan who forced me to make another episode. Because of you, this is possible. So thanks, pal. So on to today's episode. Today's episode is just going to be about bottom watering and that's this is something that I'm relatively new to. I bottom I bottom watered my plants once 
and I've only bought and watered three of them out of the Neuron 30. Again, because most of them are succulents, but that's on top of that. I've done this once. So far, I like it. I like the way that it, like, the soil has gotten moist, but it's only gotten as damp as it needs to because of, like, the fact that the roots only take up and the soil only gets as damp as it needs to and it doesn't take up any more water than that. I think this is coming off of the things that I've looked up. If I'm wrong, sorry. Anyways, what is bottom watering and like how do you do it? So bottom watering is literally as it says, like what it says on the tin, you water the, you water your plants from the bottom. So you fill a bowl or a vessel or something with water and then you just place your plant pot in it. Obviously your plant pot has to have holes in order for the water to go into it, but I, that's a given. So you just place your plant pot in it and it sucks the water up and when you see that it sucked up all the water you just fill it with more water and then allow it to suck it up and when the water stops going down is when you know that your plant has enough what i did and how i bottom water is i take um an old washing up bowl that i don't use like a washing up basin i fill that with water and then i just put my plant pots in it and then i just wait until i can see or i can feel like the top layer of soil getting kind of damp i don't want to overwater it and so I don't wait until it's like completely soaked and like a puddle is on top. I don't wait until that. I wait until it's just relatively damp. And also until my plants aren't really taking up much water. And because I, fi I like fill up, I don't know, an inch and a half in that basin, when I put my plants into it, I don't look at the cues from the water as to when I should stop. I, look, I just take cues from the actual plant pots themselves. And so when you lift the plant pots up, if they're complete, if they're just dripping down with water, then your plant has taken up enough. If they are just kind of trickling down with water, then it hasn't taken up enough and I just put it in there until I can feel the tippy top. So if you want to know the benefits of bottom watering, um, they, it prevents stem rot. Like I know some plants are prone to stem rot, which is really strange because like the stems don't often rot. Like I've never had any of my plants um, stems rot, but anyways, apparently, it prevents stem rot and it says that it prevents root rot now one of my plants have just recently been murdered by root rot and i've had to chop it up and propagate it and the whole nine so that is my rapidophora tetrasperma which is like the mini monstera i guess so if you want a monstera but you don't have the space for a monstera get a rapidophora tetrasperma because they are literally like a mini monstera but not i do want to get a monstera though but that's for another episode and apparently raptophoras are just prone to root rot and so after i finish propagating it when i pot it up i'm gonna just start to bottom water it just because it is so prone to root rot but yeah apparently it helps with root rot something else that's a benefit is you can add fertilizer to the water instead of like adding fertilizer straight to your plant and i know that you can do this if you like top water using a watering can and stuff but I just find you it would be more difficult to over fertilize because you don't add as much fertilizer to the water just because of how much water it is so it's a lot more diluted and another thing is that top watering compacts the soil so okay when you top water you are adding weight to the plant pot and so through gravity it just pushes everything down and that compacts the soil and a lot of plants like airy soil and they don't like to be compacted so if you do top water i guess a tip would be to aerate your soil quite often because you don't want it to be too compact because that will lead to root rot 
However, through bottom watering, your plants are less likely to get compact. I do still like to aerate my soil just in case the roots have compacted just a little bit because I or the soil has compacted just because I don't I've like losing a plant to root rot is so devastating and I hated it and so I don't want that to happen again and so I'm so like conscious about what I do now with my plants um so yeah aerate the soil if you top water more often than you would if you bottom water because I aerate my soil like once every couple of days just so that some oxygen can get in and the soil can remain airy. Bottom watering is also less messy than top watering because especially if you have teeny tiny pots, like my Monstera adansonii is in a six centimeter pot. It's so small and I'm, I bought it that small on purpose because I want it to grow really large in my, in my care. Like I don't want to buy a large one. I want to be responsible for it being big. And so I have, so especially with teeny tiny six centimeter pots, Top water in them can get so messy if you don't do it in a sink. And even if you do do it in a sink, like the soil just comes out and you're just disturbing the, the root system and all this stuff that I just don't want to have to deal with. So especially for the really tiny plant pots, I would suggest that you bottom water them. In doing my research, there were three plants that stood out that um, people tend to always bottom water. And they are Calathea, which I have one of. I have a Calathea medallion, which is in... I think it's a nine centimeter pot so again that's another reason to bottom water it but calathea are always also subject to root rot and i don't want my calathea to root rot i would be super sad so i bottom water it or i did that one time <laughs> and i think i'm going to continue to do so because i really liked or it seems to really like it like this is now a couple of days later it's doing all right like i have a new leaf that's coming out and it's on the it's literally on the brink of unfurling all the way um, so I can't wait for that to happen. And the second plant that I see people bottom water all the time are peperomias. Because I think peperomias are also really um, prone to stem rot as opposed to root rot. So if you top water, then there's a lot more water that's going to just be sitting there on the top layer of soil. One way to, I guess, combat this is to do... Oh, what's that word called? Um, when you sort of like recycle the soil on top. So you take off the first inch and then you put new soil on there is it top dressing soil dressing some sort of dressing um where you take off the top layer of soil and you put on another layer and that's one way to combat that but bottom watering is another way to do that because you don't have to constantly redress your soil and another variety is hoyas i don't have a hoya a hoyas are a hoyas <laughs> hoyas are the next plant that I want to get and I really want to get into but currently I am into syndapsis varieties I go in waves honestly so currently I'm into syndapsises yesterday I bought a syndaps syndapsis pictus silverian and I thought that it was the argerius which I was like oh they only have the argerius I'll just get that but it's the silverian I did more research I'm so excited I love silverians they're so pretty but anyways hoyas um yeah I think hoyas are also prone to root rot and stem rot and all the bad things so you have to be quite careful with them i want to get hoyas i don't have pepper a peperomia or a hoya i only have a calathea like of this list i have a lot more plants obviously as we know but in this list i only have the calathea i don't know if i want to get a peperomia if i do i'll probably just get a watermelon peperomia which is really common so there's a lot more care tips about them but i want to get a hoya compacta and i also want to get what is it called 
Well, the Hoya Sunrise is one that everyone wants to get because it's rare and it's really pretty. There's another one, but I can't remember the name of it. But yeah, I really want to get into Hoyas. So once I get some, I will probably just strictly bottom order it. Um, that's all the notes that I have about bottom ordering. So that's, I guess, the end of those tips. Um, but I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to stop talking. This is so much fun. I will now talk to you about. I guess some of the changes that I'm going to be making to the Instagram, to the podcast, and all of that. My Instagram, I am literally just doing a complete resurface. I'm just changing it now into a plantstagram, because that's what plant Instagrams are called. But yeah, I'm literally just changing it into a plant Instagram. The name is still going to be The Chaotic Good, because I think plants are chaotic, but they're great. So I'm still going to call it The Chaotic Good. But I'm just going to change like the logo and I'm going to, or of the Instagram anyway, and like my highlights and stuff are going to be more plant related. And I think everything's just going to be more plant related because plants take up a whole heap of my time. That's going to change. I guess the content of the podcast is going to change, obviously, to more plant related things. So today's was obviously about bottom ordering. And I think my next one is going to be about my wishlist plants and why I want them to be my wishlist plants. And if you, if you are a part of the plant community, then you know that a lot of wishlist plants are expensive. And I'm obviously going to have wish, like expensive wishlist plants and non-expensive wishlist plants. Because not everyone can afford a £450,000 Monstera. No, £450,000. No thanks. £450 Monstera Alba. One thing that I guess would be difficult with just talking about plants is that for me anyway I learn visually so I will probably have to describe these plants to you or you'll just look them up or if you're a plant lover you'll just know what I'm talking about anyway so it'll be super simple but yeah so my next one next episode is probably going to be about wishless plants I also want to talk about how plants have really improved my space meaning my house but also my head space and also my work life because it has improve my work life because I now go into work happy because I'm making money to buy plants and I come home because I get to be with my plants which sounds really sad but it's also it's it's a really happy day of life honestly plants are so therapeutic and I found that they've vastly improved my mood or they do vastly improve my mood whenever I pay attention to them and care for them um a quote that I read on Instagram the other day was plant care is self-care so I can't remember how I end these I think I just say goodbye so if you're gonna take anything from this take that number one I don't know why I was gone for six months number two plants not only improve your space but they improve your mind and number three plants are an expensive habit but they're also a joy to be around and to learn about and stuff because it's basically like having a kid but if it dies you're not really gonna go to prison like you'll just buy a new one which is why I think I prefer plants over children currently but yeah so do yourself a favor buy yourself a plant I would suggest getting a super simple one like get a philodendron or something that like doesn't need constant attention however don't get a philodendron broken because those are divas and I love them but it's a whole lighting situation that's all I have to say yeah get yourself a simple plant even a dracaena is super easy like I keep mine at the top of my staircase and I don't even really look at it I forget that it's there like a lot of the time when I'm doing a plant count I forget that I have my dracaena because it's just there oh also get yourself a zizi plant or yeah just get yourself a plant just buy one they're so happy 
but do be aware that once you buy one, you will suddenly have 35 and you won't know like where they came from, okay? Alright.